Hey, warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast, where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt into a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. very strong call. This this has been on my heart for a while now, and I've been sort of just sitting in it, sitting in it, sitting in it. And now it's time. It's Sunday morning. You know, a couple weeks ago, I came to you on a Sunday morning to talk to you about how to put on the armor of God, how we were in a space and time where we must wake up and recognize what's actually going on in the world. And This is for those of you who will consider yourself a warrior of the heart, a warrior of the light, a spiritual warrior. It is for those people who have a flame inside of their heart, a flame that has been burning. And maybe that flame has been small. Sometimes it's felt like a fire, but you know that you know that you know that you are being called to cultivate that flame and that your presence is required right now to play a bigger game, to help humanity, to lead in a different realm, okay? So if that's you and you're here and you're tuning in, welcome. I'm happy to have you in this container. Please let me know that you're here by dropping hello. Let me know. Yes, I'm here. I'm a warrior of the heart. I feel the flame inside. I feel the pull. I know I'm being called. I may not know exactly where or what I'm supposed to be doing, or maybe you do. That's who I'm talking to. And I'm going to be raw, real, and I have asked, just so you guys know, before I even open my mouth or open this feed, that my ego, my mind be completely out of the way, and that the Holy Spirit just speak through me to those who need to hear this message and need to receive this message. So I want to talk about something I'm seeing a lot outside. A lot of what I'm seeing out there right now is people with a desire, with a knowing that they're here for more. They feel the pull, but they're still playing in the shallow end. They're still scared shitless, and there's a lot of false faith. There's wishy-washy faith going on. And I've caught myself in this. You know, my eyes haven't been open to this. Where am I still playing in the shallow end? Where am I fully, like not fully going into this? Where am I dimming the flame, being deceived, being distracted, being pulled off course energetically, right? Or spiritually from what I'm here meant to do. And here's what I want to talk about is I want to talk about a couple things. Number one, now is not 
there's there's been so much in this in the spiritual community in the new age community and even in a lot of christianity around like everything's just love and light and gratitude and i'm here to tell you no it's not even you know in this last year as i've been growing and evolving and i've had so many deaths and rebirths and you guys can see the transformation that's gone on some of you have been feeling those multiple deaths and rebirths. What you realize is that in order for me to rise, in order for you to rise, we don't just get to stay where it's all just love and light and sunshine and rainbows and unicorns and everything's pretty and everything's great. We must be willing to go deep, go into the cavern, go into that place and get raw and real about what's going on in the world, within ourselves, what we've been hiding from, where we've been sticking our head in the sands, what we're la 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 la, not tuning into, that's in our home, that's in our environment, that's in our language, anything from physical things to the way we speak to our behaviors, our patterns, things that we've invited into our life that are no longer in alignment, but really now detrimental to our level of service, the way we speak, the way we pray, the way we declare, we use our language, everything matters. Everything carries frequency. And I want to talk about this place of like a lot of people that I've coached, that I've worked with in the past, and I've done this, operate at this wishy-washy frequency of like, well, I'm in, I want this, but number one, I'm not willing to fully declare and own that this is what I'm being called to. This is the flame that is burning in my heart and my soul. And even though my head cannot wrap its head around it, I won't fully like own it. It's like, I want it, but I need to know all the how and the when and all that. No, you know, so step number one is, am I fully owning? Am I fully in full declaration that I am here? I'm here to serve. I'm here to lead. I'm here to do this. I'm willing to walk through the darkness. I'm willing to walk through the fire. I'm willing to be refined. I'm not willing. I am doing it. I'm open. You know, this is how a diamond is forged. This is how the spirit, the depth, the richness is forged is by going deep. So if we're still believing in this light that everything should feel, oh, amazing and light and love and everything is just, I don't even know, shiny, you know, depth is where richness is found. I was watching a movie the other day, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Y'all know I love my sword. I got my sword right here, right? I got my sword. And, you know, he was asked, have you gone to the depths? Have you seen everything you need to see in order to be able to lead as king? Are you still turning your head away? If you keep turning your head away from things that you're like, oh, I don't want to face that. Oh, I don't want to see that. Oh, I don't want to look that way because I know I'm going to have to deal with some of the stuff that I've introduced into my life that I've continued to entertain. If we keep turning away, we're not ready to serve yet. We're not ready to lead yet. We haven't seen and walked through what we need to walk through in order to be able to rise into our next level of service and mission and relationship and intimacy and love and clarity. So if you're still turning your head and we're still sticking our head in the sand and we're wishy-washy and we want everything to just be nice and fuzzy, you know, I'm calling it out. I'm still seeing that. I saw it in my own life. So anything that I'm calling out, I'm calling out because I've seen it in my own life. And I said, where have I fallen into that trap? Where have I been turning my head? And you know, if there's something that you got to deal with within, 
There's something that you got to go inside. You got to go to that. Like, it's like a stairwell that actually goes this way. And you talk, you, you bring God, you bring the spirit into that. But so many people are not willing to go where we need to go in order to lead. And so what I'm seeing right now also is number one, wishy-washy declarations of what we are here to do. It's like we're not fully honoring the flame. We're not fully honoring the fire. We're still listening to all of the constructs of what we were told we should do, who we should, what kind of work we should be able to do. We're still clinging and clawing at old ways, old identities. We're still attached and trying to live out an identity that is long outgrown us. That we, our spirit is like, um, that, it, that's, that's not who you are anymore. And see, what I've noticed even as I was going through, and by the way, we're on an accelerated timeline. Like some of us are evolving so rapidly. Like, you know, I had someone say the other day, it's like, you, sometimes you fall asleep as one person, you wake up and it's like, oh my God, I'm a new person today. We literally are evolving, growing, transforming, upgrading that fast if we want to. And for some others, it's dragging out for years. So, you know, when someone says, well, you're not the person you were anymore, and this is who you're supposed to be, and you feel like you're getting dragged and pulled and you're, you're being held back because you're not fully owning that it's okay to shed, to die of the old, to release those old identities. Identities are just constructs of the mind that serve us for a time and space in order for us to evolve into the next season. And you know, we're always learning, we're always a student, we're always a teacher, and we must be able to release those identities in order to embody more of who we are created to be, okay? That's part of the process is, am I willing to like burn, refine, let go of even the things that were good or I thought were right, but now I just know, mm, there's something in my heart. There's something in my spirit. There's something in my body that is like literally rejecting this. Please, 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 please tune into that. Do you know what I'm saying here? Right? And you know what I'm talking about? Like even recently, books that I used to read, music, things that I used to have, uh, physical objects in my home, my body's rejecting them. I can't listen. It's almost like, you know, I can't hear it. It's like my hearing is allergic to it. My body's like, no, because I made a declaration that anything that is not in alignment, that is not in service with me operating in total alignment right now for what I'm being called to do to make this flame fully grow gets to go. And that takes a lot of boldness. And right now, I believe we're being called to be bold, not to be wishy-washy. And this doesn't matter if you have been cycling through years and years and years in your relationship that has been boring and flat and there has been no passion and you want more love because you know there's a flame inside of you that says, God, I am created for intimacy, depth with my partner, you know, the power of a man and a woman, the masculine and the feminine, when they can come together, it's an unstoppable force. That's how creation happens. That is what life force, like that is how life force enters this world. That's why it's under massive attack right now. These gender things that are happening in the world of like trying to rip apart the family, you know, demasculate men, make women think that they don't need men, turning us against each other. Like that is just a game and an attack on creation because that is an unstoppable force. So if you have been feeling this desire in your heart to say, I'm here, I know I'm supposed to be having a more amazing relationship in my life. 
and you're still wishy-washy about it and you're settling and you're not really declaring that I get to claim this in my life and this is how it's going to be and refine me to be the woman or the man that is able to serve in this type of relationship, serve and receive. If we're kind of like doing this little dance, you know, still blaming, still being a victim, still kind of shooting all over ourselves, those are all games. Those are all games. And here's the thing I want to talk about real quick is I really want to talk about how we pray, how we speak, how we use our words, because words are spells. Every single time you speak, you are casting a blessing, a spell, a curse. You got to be careful because as you speak, you create. I've talked about this so much, but what I'm seeing is a lot of people praying and You know, I pray a lot. I be in communion with God. I pray about everything. I pray before I jump on this call. I pray before I jump on my coaching calls. I pray before I write a post. I pray before I write an email. I pray before I create content. I am always in communication with God to make sure that it is not my will, but whatever God wants to speak through me to send the message out that's being sent out. And I got to get out of my own way. So I pray a lot. But if you guys are using, you know, your words to to state a declaration and what I'm seeing a lot out there is people saying, oh, like, let's pray like, God, please, please, please come. Please help me. God, please. And I'm seeing and feeling a lot of this energy in the world right now, especially in the community of people who call themselves warriors of the light, right? Christians, light, spirit, like people who feel like you're here to really help raise the consciousness of humanity. But we're still in this energy of like, please, 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 God, please, universe, please show up and like make things better. And I want to let you know that that is the most wishy-washy communication. And what we're actually speaking when we pray like that is we're speaking more doubt. We're speaking more confusion. We're speaking more um, faithlessness that says, I don't really trust that you're going to follow through. I don't really trust that it's done. I don't really believe. There's this wishy-washiness. You can feel the uncertainty. There's no depth. There's no roots. There's no knowing. So when, if you are a person that is praying, that is declaring, this is it. I feel this, God. I know that you have placed this desire in my heart. Pray and speak with a level of conviction, words that communicate a knowing that it is already done. And it doesn't matter, you know, whether you're talking about healing in your body, losing weight and getting rid of all the inflammation so you can be clear, right? So you can be healthy and vibrant again. It doesn't matter if you're claiming the healing in your body, you're getting indecision that I am already whole, healed, clean, vessel and that anything that's in the way from that is going to be is is gone it's eliminated and if it's if it's not already gone it's on the way out right now Uh, claiming the level of love and intimacy that you are created to be saying god it is already done i already am in an amazing relationship I claim it. I claim connection i claim intimacy i claim depth i claim service and devotion right? Whatever it is that is in your heart, that's the seed, desire, 
was placed in us, the desire that's here, that's in your heart, not the one that's in your mind. That's like, I want this. I want that because I want to feel more powerful. I want that house so I can have more significance. I want that, right? Be careful where the desire comes from. If the desire is seated in the mind, we have to check in with that and go, whose desire is it? And what am I really chasing? But when the seed has been placed in your heart and there's a knowing, there's a flame that there is something that is a longing, that seed is placed there on purpose. And so when you get indecision, that you are ready to heed the call of the flame, you're ready to cultivate the flame, you're ready to fully embody and receive the gift that is already yours, a vibrant health, vibrant body, amazing relationship, mission that unlocks your gifts and your genius. When you say, yes, I am ready. I'm stepping up to the plate. You know, I'm not going to play in the shallow end anymore. I'm not going to listen to the old ways or the old programs or the old blueprints, but I'm going to really step in and embody who I'm created to be the life of richness and depth that I'm destined to live, the type of leadership I'm here to give and, and, and give to the world. When we say yes, it requires us to raise the intention and to really tune into the words that we speak and how we pray. And by the way, every time you're speaking, you're praying out loud. You know, people think like, oh, praying means I need to sit here and be like, okay, God, every single thing that comes out of your mouth is a prayer or a spell. I'm gonna say that over and over and over again. You're in communication with something, okay? And in my heart, what I believe is we're either in communication with God, the divine, right? And we're coming from that place or we're in communication with entities that are not from the divine, that are actually here to confuse us, that are here to distort us. And confusion and doubt is an age-old game. So be very careful when you're speaking and you're like, well, I want this or I'm trying. The words I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. Like that alone, as I repeat that, I can feel it's like there's a hand on my chest that's like I'm trying means I'm not doing, I'm not claiming, it's not mine. Be very careful. This is like conscious language. I am doing, I am in motion, I am inviting, I am receiving I am moving into, I am already here. It is already done. Feel the power of the language. When we say, I need, I need, I need, God, I need you to show up. God, I need you. I need you. I need love in my life. I need to start journaling. I need to start working out. Do you feel the game and the, the like that energy is a spiritual game to keep you stuck in the loop of disconnection? If you need, it means that you don't have, you know, it's like, no, I am committed to being in communication. Therefore, I am journaling. I am writing. I am doing these things. I am someone who honors her body. Therefore, I move my body with intention every day. I activate life force. This is who I am. This is what I do. It's not who I need to become. You don't need to become anything right? You already are at your core. You just need to remember. You get to remember. Excuse me. Caught myself. Did you catch that? I get to remember. I'm choosing to remember who I am right now. And we get to be in connection with God, with the divine to say, God, remind me right now who I am. Show me where I am forgetting. I'm ready to receive. I am in receivership. I'm open to receive. 
And these slight things, they feel so slight, but they carry incredible power as to what we allow, because we are either being a host to God, to the divine, that is the ultimate source of all creation. So all of a sudden, anything that we create in our bodies, in our business, in our homes, comes through because we're a host, we're in alignment with the divine, or we're a hostage to the ego, to the shadow, to the darkness that is here to confuse, distort, separate us, disconnect us from our gifts. And here's the thing, the game of the other side that wants to keep you from fully embodying your gifts and your natural essence as a woman or man, because it knows like, oh my gosh, that is powerful shit. When, when we go there, it wants to dim your flame because it knows that if I can turn off her flame, if I can turn down his flame by energetically attacking them, by draining their energy with all these distractions, then I can turn their assignment off. I can distract them from their assignment here on this earth. I can take them off course. I can slow them down, redirect them. So this is a time to become radical, radical, radically aware of where we are engaging, what we're entertaining. Is it energy giving? Is it life infusing? Or is it energy draining? Do we come out more clear, more precise, more strength embodied in your body with more endurance? Or do we come out feeling wiped out dirty? Like when you engage with something, whether it's a book, whether it's a conversation, whether you're engaging in a project at work or a practice, a ritual that you've been taught that you think is maybe good, but you come out of that and there's a part of you that feels like, dirty, heavy, toxic, like you need a bath, (laughs) spiritual bath. You got to pay attention. And I have been being taught this a lot. This last year has been a year of refinement, refinement, refinement. I feel like I've had so many deaths and so many rebirths. And it's funny because, you know, in the beginning when this was going on and I didn't understand Wow, it was going so accelerated and people were coming at me, judging me, going, well, you're not, who are you? Like, what do you say? You know, you're not the woman that you were before. And I now know, of course not, because this is what I'm being called to right now. I have no idea what God has in store for me next year or five years. I know right now in this moment, in this present moment right now, the flame that is burning in my heart and I am choosing to get in full obedience to that and say, okay, here I am, use me. And I know that right now I'm being called to speak to warriors of the heart, people who know that they have been training for this moment their entire lives, training on the battlefield. You are the ones who are strong. You persevere. You go against all odds. You know, the leaders, the forgers, you know, you've built a lot of stuff in your life. There's a lot to show for your work. And at the same time, You know that that has happened through a lot of resistance, through a lot of the old ways of the world of logic and work and stuff. And now you're being called to play in a new realm, a new playing field, more depth, more richness, more co-creation with God, right? To really like unlock 
your genius. Unlock your gifts. Unlock the depth of intimacy and relationship you're here for and to operate in your natural state as man or woman in deep devotion and service. To rise as king, rise as queen, and really know that like you are here on purpose for a purpose, make no mistake about it. And you are willing to put your claim, like you are willing to put your stake in the ground and say, let's go. I'm going. This is heeding the call. You know, yesterday I wrote a post and I said, it feels so amazing to be heeding the call of your soul and to feel that flame start to become a massive bonfire. And you know, it's taking a life of its own because you are in full service. You're in full devotion. You're, you're coming into full alignment and you're willing to burn anything that is not, that is, is not, is getting in the flow of that. We've all heard that term, you know, burn the boats, burn the boats. You know, there's no going back. And it's a mindset term that's been thrown around. But how many of us actually get what that means in our body? This is a time of quantum leaps into new ways of being. The world is splitting. If you are not seeing it, I don't know what to tell you. This ain't for you. The world is splitting and we're seeing two very different realities unfolding. There is a a world of humanity where people are becoming robots, slaves to the system. And it is the people who are holding on desperately to old ways because they're scared of the unknown. Their faith is weak and wishy-washy and they keep searching for saviors outside of themselves through political leaders, through this person in relationship, through that guru, through this or that or whatever. We keep searching outside of ourselves with this wishy-washy faith and there's no ground under our feet. There's no roots. Those people are entering into the slave system, okay? The slavery system. There's another group of people that are emerging as new world leaders. We're talking about the people who are saying, I am picking up this new sword. I am putting on new battle armor and I'm going. I'm going because I feel the call into this great adventure. And I'm not sure exactly what that looks like, but I just know it's going to be epic. And I am getting back to the core of what I'm created to be. I'm going to read some of these comments in a minute. I'm getting back to the core of who I'm created to be. I'm getting back to the core of who I'm destined, what my legacy is here. And by the way, if you're feeling the call right now to break generational patterns, ancestral patterns that have been going on in your family for years and years and years, maybe it's of abuse. Maybe it's of shame. Maybe it's of guilt. Maybe it's of of addiction. Those of you that are being called are the ones that are being called to break the bonds, break the chains for your family, for your lineage, not just, yes, within our own home, but also as we break them, we start to break them for humanity. This is huge. Yes, Greg, I'm going to get back to that. There's something about that. Yes, there's a cleansing. There's like a baptism that happens after we do the work. I'm going to come back to that. So what I really wanted to tap into right now was to be really clear on the wishy-washiness that's happening with your declaration, with, with where you're following, what you're tuning into, what you're listening. Same here. You know, you got to tune in, take what resonates with you, what doesn't. But I personally am at a stage of my life where I'm deciding to get in full alignment 
to be fully of service, to unlock the gifts, unlock the heart, go deep and get rid of this whole like surface level stuff where it's all just sunshine and rainbows and everything. La, 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 la. No, it's time to do the inner work for the like really this beautiful transformation. And, and I really wanted to talk about prayer and the tongue, the way that we use the words. Because what I really wanted to get across today is that if you're still praying with this like neediness, this beggar's unworthy energy that is like, please, 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 you are not claiming and you are not in believing that it is already done. And we're actually continuing to feed this program. And by the way, I believe and I know that the church, you know, and religion, this is part of the program that has kept people in that program for so long of how they have held power is by literally ingraining these beliefs that you're not worthy. You're not worthy. I've gone to, by the way, I've gone to a lot of, a lot of different practices, rituals, services, or whatever throughout my years. I listened to a lot of music. I've sang a lot of hymns. And the amount of words and language and prayers that we were taught that said, I'm not worthy, please, please. And it's like this energy, the spirit of desperation, the spirit of disconnection, the spirit of like, you know, we're saying, we're calling it faith, but we're not speaking it because true faith knows it's already done. I don't need to know how. I don't need to know when. I just fully trust and know. There's that strength is missing. The energy behind it is weakness. It's desperation. It's neediness. It's disconnection. And I'm challenging us to rise and start to speak in our prayers from a place of depth, from a place of knowing, from a place of certainty, from an expectation that it is done and an anticipation that's like, God, I'm excited. I know you put this in my heart. You put this flame here. I know it's already done. I know that this new, you know, calling on my business, this new relationship that you are calling me to, it's already done. I don't need to know all the details. What I need to do, what I get to do is just claim it and live it every day. Live it and invite you in to show me more. Show me more. Where am I getting in my own way? Show me where I get to open up. Show me where I'm asking the wrong questions. Show me where I'm asking the right questions. Show me what gets to stay. Show me what gets to go. And I am listening. I'm not only asking, but I am receiving. And that brings me to the final point. That is a lot of us have been taught that like, I just need to ask God. I just need to ask the universe for what I want. I just need to like put good vibes and good intentions out there. And I'm here to tell you like, that is surface level wishy-washy. Asking, most people are asking without conviction. Most people are asking from a seed that's from their head, that's rooted in the ego because of the program they've picked up. So they're not even asking from their soul, from their heart. They're asking from their head, which is a program. And that's why when they're asked, they don't really fully feel it. They're like, there's something when I challenge people in this, in my coaching and stuff, it's like, is that really what your soul, what your heart has been called that you desire? Or is that what you think you want? Is that what you want or what you think you want? So if something is not manifesting in your life, I'm going to challenge you. Is that what you're being called to ask and open up to? Or is that what you think you want? So you keep asking for it, but that's not the plan. So there is a desire but I believe that we have a calling on our life. 
you know, and, and not everyone has the same one. Not everyone's meant to be the leader, you know, I'm going to be honest. It's not like we're not all leaders. Like we are leaders of our own bodies, our own minds, our own homes, but not everyone has a certain calling. Like I have certain callings on my life. Someone else has certain callings on theirs. We're, we're taught all this bullshit around asking, but the reality is, are you also asking from your heart, from the seed of your soul, from the flame that's burning? Are you asking with conviction? Are you asking with an openness to receive the answer, even though it may not be the one that you want? It's like, okay, God, I'm asking, but um, only if you tell me what I want to hear. Like, don't tell me to get rid of that thing, that relationship, that habit. Like, I'm willing to do anything, but not that. One of the questions I always ask people is, what's the one thing that you know that you know that you know that you must get rid of, that must go in order for the floodgates to open up. And I guarantee you, it's the one thing you want to hold on to the most. And it's the, the one point of resistance. So we, we get all good about asking, but where we don't get, what we haven't really got is the art of receivership, the art of listening, the art of tuning in to hear the wisdom, the guidance, the leadership, the call, the next step, the structure that God is speaking through us that says, okay, you asked, here's how. You asked, here's where I want you to go. Here's who I want you to talk to. Here's what I want you to do in your relationship. Here's what gets to happen. And we go and we're like, I can't hear anything because we haven't mastered. We're not in the practice of being in the conversation, being open to receiving, to tune in and to obey. We don't obey the voice of the Spirit half the time. We obey what we want to obey, right? We take action on what we want to take action on. But then we're like, oh, I don't, okay, well, that, that's good, but I don't really want that, right? And so we kind of like have this wishy-washy faith, this wishy-washy relationship. And I mean, I talked a lot about God today because I believe God is the center of all things. But this is true if you're having a wishy-washy relationship. You know, we ask, but we don't listen. We want, but how much of your wanting and your desire for more attention, more affection or whatever is just coming from here, needing to satisfy something of the ego instead of a desire to truly show up and love and support and breathe life into each other. We come into our relationships asking, 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 demanding, not listening not paying attention, not going within ourselves, having surface level conversations at the dinner table in our bedroom. And then we wonder, why do I feel so empty going to bed next to you at night? Why does it suck to sit in the car next to you and know that I have a physical body here, but I don't have a soul connection with you? That type of connection, that type of intimacy is our natural design. It's been rare up until this point, but I believe and I know that this is the normal for us. This is the new normal. This is what we're being called to cultivate right now is depth, richness, intimacy, unshakable faith, stepping into our calling. And this is where I'm being led relentlessly. And I've had to burn and release almost everything in my life this last year. It was crazy. And I just had to learn how to sit in the tension of it all, in the visceral discomfort of it, and really tune in 
to what is right, what is wrong for me right now, what is a yes, what is a no, becoming ruthless about my yeses and my nos, regardless of what my ego or who gave me this thing or what I thought, it doesn't matter. Being totally okay with shedding old identities. It's like taking out clothes out of the closet that no longer fit you. And praying and speaking with a whole new level of declaration. So I am going to leave you guys with a couple things. First of all, I want to address a comment here that Craig said, which is, you know, when, after we have surgery, after we've been cracked open, right? After we've been cracked open, when you have surgery, there is a cleansing that happens to remove all of the debris. And I agree with that. And so what I have found in my own life And what I'm saying is a cleansing is good. So when we go deep and we do the spiritual work, and Greg, I'm really glad, Craig, I'm glad you brought this up. What I'll notice a lot is when I'm being called to go deep and do some internal surgery on myself with God and God is doing it, the Holy Spirit is doing it in me, right? I'm having to really deal with some yuck that's still in there, some anger I'm holding on to. I've I've just walked through weeks of releasing resentment that was in my body that I didn't even know was there. Big resentment, massive grudges. And what I noticed is I was being called to literally take salt baths, baths, lots of water, lots of minerals. Literally, it was like a baptism, like I was washing myself to integrate that, right? I was cleansing. I was removing all the old stuff after because I was so uncomfortable and I needed to be in deep relaxation, like literally deep relaxation in order to allow this stuff to pass. Just like a good bowel movement, you know, like you can't force it out. You got to relax. Water, you know, so the washing of things. When we do the deep work, there's a reason why we have like water baptisms. You know, when we go take people down south, we get under the waterfall and we wash ourselves, right? We cleanse. That is different. That's a different feeling than engaging. That's sort of like completion of the process. And you'll know because it's a deep relaxation and an integration. The kind of washing that I was talking about earlier when I talked about be really careful of what you're engaging in. If you walk away from something and you feel really like you just know there's a knowing in your body that's like, ugh, I feel dirty after. Like I just feel dirty and I, my energy just dropped. And I'm, I've, I've had all kinds of experiences with this. Like it could be like severe nausea. There's just like, there's just a knowing, there's a congestion in the mind that's like, I just, I know I feel dirty. I didn't need to go there. I shouldn't have been in there. We've all had this. I've had physical, you know, events I've gone to, projects I've taken on, clients, clients that I've worked with where I've been like the whole time, I was like, oh my God, I felt like every every session I was like, I shouldn't be here. I don't need to, like, this is not my work. I got to get out. But my ego kept going, no, no, come on. You can help this person. Look, this person needs you. But I knew that was not my work. I've been to events and been in situations or rituals where I walked in and it was all, you know, in the name of light and love and good service. But I knew in my soul, I could feel it's like the spirit was going, Christine, get out. And it's like, there's been so many times where I've felt that. And I was like, get out, get out, get out, get out. And by the way, this is a, this is a skill that you master, that you cultivate this level of discernment. You cannot cultivate it when there's a bunch of noise in your mind, in your life, in your schedule. This type of uh, discernment requires space. 
space. And that's why one of the first things I do when I work with people is like practically like creating space in your mind, like literally clearing the noise that's in your mind, teaching you how to get out of your head, how to create the blank slate in your mind, you know, how to cultivate space in your heart by releasing some of the blocked emotion, some of the stuff, the hardness, the anger, the resentment that's there creating physical space in your body by cleaning the vessel, right? Moving the impurities from the body physically through diet, through movement, through breath, through cleanses, whatever, and then creating space in your schedule, your work schedule, your life schedule in your relationship, because space is what brings oxygen, which is breath, which is life, which is in spirit. Breath is the spirit. Most people that don't have room, they have no space, have really terrible breath work. They have inverted breathing, massively tight chest, tense necks, sometimes like TMJ issues, like everything here is so constricted. The breath is not moving through their body. There's no oxygen. There's no oxygen in their mind. There's no oxygen in their relationship. There's no oxygen. There's no life force in Spira. Infusing oxygen into your life, into your space, into your body is so key. You guys, let me know what questions are coming up for you. If you're watching this, thank you for those of you who've commented. I definitely like, as I do these, I'm speaking because I'm feeling called to share. And also if there's any questions you have or you want clarification, like Craig, you know, please comment. If you have anything to add, I wanna hear from you. I'm not here because I need likes. I'm here to share. And if one person receives this message, like the tip of an arrow that pierces your heart, then I've done my duty. So what I will ask is if this resonates with you and this is shifting you energetically that you would like and comment and share, not to feed my ego, but because doing so will help more people receive this message. Share it with a friend and messenger, you know, send them the link, tag them. I don't care. But when we receive something that opens us up, that expands us, that creates a new level of awareness, we do have a duty to bring that to others if we feel called to do that. If not, just receive. So as I leave right now, I just want to share, you know, one of the things, one of my practices is to have a powerful declaration, a powerful incantation. You know, one of the things I've been, I, I, I use scripture a lot. I've talked about the armor of God every morning right now. I've been putting on the armor of God because, you know, there's just so much congestion and, and noise in the world right now. It's like to energetically and spiritually protect ourselves right now is so key every single morning. I, I, you know, I clear, I clear the space. I invite spirit, spiritual protection, energetic protection around me by putting on the armor of God that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. No tongue that raises against me shall flourish, including my own tongue. Because sometimes we don't even realize we're, we're, we're speaking, most of the time we're speaking against ourselves, against our children, against our husband, against our wife, against our business. No be careful of how you use the tongue, the sword. The tongue is like the sword. That's why the sword is called the word of God. The sword of the spirit is the word, okay? And then I have an incantation. So I wanna just share one with you and then I wanna put an invitation. But one of the things I remind myself every day is that I am 
created in love, by love, to be love. I am bold, vibrant, beautiful, shining in the light of his glory. My energy creates a safe space for others to feel deeply connected to themselves and to God. I am the queen of this garden of my own kingdom, and I am always in connection, co-creating with God. I am the king's daughter. I am the king's beloved, and I serve the one and only king of kings, Lord of lords. I maintain that my body is a beautiful vessel to execute in this world my divine mission, to experience the fullness and richness of life. Joy flows to me easily and abundantly. Vibrancy, health flows to me easily and abundantly, and it is my divine right to be prosperous in all things, in all arenas of my life. And as I move boldly, fiercely, courageously forward, I invite others to break free of the chains that bind them and discover the light within themselves. And so it is, and it is done. I am created in love, by love, to be love, and I am here on purpose for a purpose. Let it be so. And do you feel the shift of that? Whew! I love it. So good. <laughs> I invite you all to make your own declaration. And it is a declaration. So I will close by saying this my loves, that if you have been given a flame, and all of us have, I invite you to heed the call. Listen, fan the flame. Your flame in your spirit needs oxygen. It needs space. It needs connection. It needs attention, right? It requires you to acknowledge it, to show up, to let it burn brighter. It requires a releasing of the old, to embody the new, It requires space. It requires certainty. You cannot be wishy-washy in this journey or you will get eaten alive and spit out. I say that smiling, but it's true. You'll get chopped to pieces on the battlefield if you are wishy-washy. So I'm in a space right now where I am being called to support warriors of the heart. I'm talking about, you know, men and women who know they're here on divine mission that are ready to unlock their divine gifts, that are ready to heal and open their heart and to get into full alignment. I'm being called to create an initiation, right? A container to support people in this process. And I know that that's what God was walking me through over this last 12 to 18 months as he was refining me, preparing me. And now I'm being called to share that, to guide others in that process, to experience deeper love, more conviction, more alignment in their calling, amazing relationship, back to their natural state as man and woman, working together, serving each other, intimate, wild, beautiful love affairs, vibrancy in our bodies. Sickness is not a design of the divine. Radiancy, vibrancy is. Health and vitality and strength and endurance. Nothing but that. So if you are someone that is feeling the pull, that's feeling the call, and you want to learn more about that, you know, you can always reach out to me. I have an initiation. The round table is opening up. It's going to be for men who are ready to rise to be kings, who are really saying, yeah, I'm not screwing around anymore. I'm doing this. I'm going there. And I'm going to go through the rite of passage. You can message me about that. Ladies, I will be launching a sisterhood. I've already been working with women on reclaiming their power, getting back into the feminine, into alignment, reinviting the queen, 
and building a community of sisters that are supporting each other. So if you want to learn about that, send me a message. Uh, but this isn't a marketing video. This is really about calling you to rise and get rid of this wishy-washy faith. We cannot be having it. That is a game. We need, I don't even want to use the word need. I get, thank you, because I keep catching myself saying that. It's time for warriors of the heart, warriors of the spirit to actually get out there and be real, to rise as kings and queens that we are. And I'm going to leave it at that. That's going to require being able to get rid of a lot of things in your life that are just getting in the way. And sometimes that can feel really hard because we get really attached to our things, to our old relationships, to our stuff, to our ideas, to our behaviors, to our patterns. And that's where I have found it's really beneficial to have the support of a guide, of a mentor, of a tribe, of other brothers and sisters who are on this similar path with you. It has been my own. And I will tell you this, that every single time that I know I'm ready to level up and that I'm feeling called to rise higher, and I claim it, God always sends me an opportunity for a new community, a new mentor, a new, a new tribe. And by the way, I never place, they're not my savior. They are there to support, to guide, to work together. I just watched this movie, you know, King Arthur twice. I watched different variations of it. And I just love, you know, it doesn't take a lot of people to make a lot of change. It just takes a few people who are really willing to do the work that's required. All right, so if you are ready, if you know that you are one of the 1% that is here to shift the tide, you know if you are, you just know, drop into the show notes, click on the link, The Readiness Factor, and let's get started in this journey. Until next time, here's to rising as warriors of the heart, living the untamed life. My loves, this is the only life worth living in my books. This is where deep love, adventure, and courageous leadership are the norm, not the exception. I'll see you on the next episode. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable, heart-shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, Warriors. Here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.